thanks unto him for all his goodness. Amen. Father, we just thank you for the opportunity to come and worship, come into your presence. Thank you for that. We just bless those that are here this morning. And Father, just continue to show yourself strong on our behalf. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We have Rachel this morning. <laughs> She's going to minister to us in song and word. I found out about word this morning. <laughs> so, she is, a, we are blessed to have her this morning. So, thank you, Father. Well, I'm really honored to be here, honestly. Like, genuinely honored to be here, to worship with my mom and my dad. Holy Spirit asked me to ask if I could come. I was really excited. I don't often get to sit with them and worship at the same time, so it is an honor and a privilege. When I was praying about um, what the Father wanted to say today, one of the scriptures that kept coming to my mind, which is going to sound very simple, but was uh, enter his courts with thanksgiving, I mean, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. And I think that sometimes we try to hit the court before we hit the gate. But you have to go through the gate to get to the presence. So we just start this morning saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you've done in each of our lives. Thank you for the price that you paid on the cross. Thank you for what you're doing in this place and in this city. Father, I thank you and I lift up thanks to you for everything you've done, for everything you've done in my life, everything that you're doing in this place, everything that you are doing in each and every person in this building. We thank you. I am so grateful to you, Jesus. Father, I am so grateful this morning that I get to sit here and open my mouth and give you all the praise and all the glory. And so I ask in the name of Jesus that you meet us here this morning as we lift up your name. Amen. Exalted is the King of kings, exalted is our Lord. He fights for us with his right hand and his two-edged sword. He is God, there is no other. He is God, the great I am. Bow before him and give him glory, singing, holy is the Lamb, holy is the Lamb. Exalted is the Lord Most High, exalted is our King. The battle is not ours but His, so we rejoice and sing. He is God, there is no other. He is God, the great. 
singing, holy is the Lamb, holy is the Lamb. Exalted is the Lord of Lords, Jesus is his name. Sing hallelujah, hallelujah, for the Lord Almighty reigns. He is God, there is no other. He is God. is the With my hands held high The valley Will never take my song Find me in the desert Holding on to you for life Cause the desert Will never take my song Oh, the desert Will never take my song So I will praise you the promise dancing where you prophesied still shouting of everything you've done high up on the mountain I was made to testify forever you will have my song oh forever you
Oh, the stronger my faith grows, the higher the need, the higher I reach, the greater the cost, the more I believe for, the longer the wait, the longer I praise, the stronger the pain, the stronger my faith grows, the higher the out our faith this morning Holy Spirit we just stir up our faith this morning the tomb of Lazarus he's been dead for too long oh standing at the tomb of Lazarus don't you know he's been dead for too long you lift your voice to heaven you lift your eyes to heaven said 
It's not for me. It's not for me. But it's all for your glory. Father, it's not for me. It's not for me. But it's all for your glory. Come alive. Come alive. Every dead man walking. I prophesy. I prophesy. Come alive. Oh, come alive. I crush death, hell, and the grave. You've been conquered in Jesus' name. Come alive. take that first step you've got to throw off your grave clothes I don't care what they've said you've got to take the first step you've got to throw off your grave clothes cause he's out there shouting come alive victory in Jesus there's victory in his blood but there is triumph in the heavens not just victory but triumph in Jesus name to tell us die to tell us die it is finished it is finished. Oh, it is finished. It is broken. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done. It is done in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Every curse you've prayed for. To break in the name of Jesus, I speak to Telestai. It is done. Every healing you've begged for, I say it is finished in the name of Jesus. To Telestai, it is done. Every chain broken, every addiction broken, to Telestai. It is done. 
No more begging, no more pleading. You're not gonna have to anymore to tell us die. It is done. Not just victory, but triumph to tell us die. It is done. In the name of Jesus, the Son. telling you it is finished You go before I know that you've even gone to win my war. You come back with the head of my enemy. You come back and you call it my victory. Oh. be mine you go before I know that you've even gone to win my war your love becomes my greatest defense it leads me from my dry and all I did was praise All I did was worship oh, All I did was bow down All I did was stay still See is the shade I'm living in and you restore my faith and hope again 
worship all I did was bow down all I could do was stay still
never too late. It's not too late. It's not too late for you. Cause I have plans for you. I have a plan for you. It's gonna be wild. And it's gonna be great. It's gonna be full of me. too late it's not too late it's not too late for you Just for you, they're gonna be great, they're gonna be full of me. So come
<laughs> well, I told them that this might be the shortest. Yes, you're giving me the bottom. Hello. Hello. Hola, como esta? Bien, you too? Okay. I told them this will very well maybe the shortest service you ever have because I didn't know I was going to speak as well. I misunderstood. Um, but Dad asked me to share some of my testimony. So that's what I will do. Um, a year and two months ago, um, actually a year and three months ago, I had been having quite a bit of pain in my back, and a lot of you probably already know the story, but I'm just going to reference it quickly. Um, had a pain in my back, and um, I have had a lot of heart um, issues, and I have a couple of heart diseases, so I just assumed that's what it was. And the cardiologist had called back and said, no, you're fine. I don't know what it is, but you're fine. And just something in me told me that I needed to um, give myself an exam, and I found a rather large size lump. And just immediately in my spirit knew that it was not good. Um, so I called my doctor and just said, it's probably not a big deal, but just maybe check it out. So she actually got me in within a week. And what I was telling her was like a large grape, like tomato, grape tomato size, or a large actual grape. Um, it was, by the time I saw her a week later, I was just feeling the outside edge of it. <clears throat> I didn't know it. So it was larger than a golf ball. And um, she said, we need to have this looked at immediately. And she's kind of a, <laughs> I call her a terrier. She's like a rat terrier. Like once she gets something in, she doesn't let go, she will seek it out. So she called them and called them and called them until they got me in in three days. And they did a diagnostic mammogram and um, and be, um, after they did that, I had to wait for the results. On the way to a basketball game, no less, because that's usually what we're doing, basketball or football or whatever. My son was with me in the car. He had fallen asleep. So I was just praying, and the Holy Spirit told me, um, this is going to be cancer. And I said, huh, <laughs> yay. How do I pray for that? And he said, well, what do you want to happen? And um, my genuine first thought is, if I'm going to go through hell, I want the best possible outcome. Like, I, if I'm going to go through hell, I want, I want something in return. I want to be able to see people set free and souls. And that sounds really religious and spiritual, and I'm really not. And, but that was the first thing that came to my mind. And he said, this is going to be a difficult, that's a difficult road to walk. And I said, can I walk it? And he said, yes, but it's very hard. So I'm texting my mother, who is a great woman of faith, and who will scream at your chest and curse the tumor at your chest, <laughs> if that's what it requires, because that's who she is. 
And I said, I texted her and said, this is what the Holy Spirit said. And she said, absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> That's not what we're doing. And I said, Mom, I, I know this is hard, but I really believe this is what God is saying. And she's saying, nope, nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so we go to the, she goes with me to the biopsy. And, um, you know, if you've ever had medical procedures done, you know when you're in a room with someone when they find something that's not good, because the whole room just goes, and they're trying to smile, yay. Um, but I knew, I walked out and got in the car and told her, um, I don't care how long it takes them to call me, it's not gonna be good, and she's still like, no, <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, they called me within 24 hours, um, because it was, the tumor had decided to start somehow growing rapidly. By the time I got to the breast specialist, it was, um, well, not quite tennis ball size, but close. And um, here, oh, great woman of faith that I am, sat and listened to this man tell me that we, I had a very rare type of breast cancer um, it doesn't feed off any kind of hormone. Um, they don't know why it's there or why it grows or how it grows, but it is a fast growing and it's the most deadly of the cancers. And um, that I was already in stage three and um, I had to go straight to chemo. Even though God had already told me all of that, I think it's still just and your own natural self, hard to take it all in all at once. So um, they put me on a really quick, high dosage of chemo. And I took four rounds of something very horrible, and then 10 rounds of something a little less, or 12 rounds of something lesser. Um, it's no fun. It was, it was, it was horrible, it was hell. Um, and then we did radiation, and I'm getting to the good part, I promise. Um, they test your genes when you get cancer now. There's a test that they can do to see if that you're genetically passing it on, or if that's how you got it. So I've tested negative. <laughs> so I have no genes for cancer. There's no reason for the cancer, and they don't know why it's growing. So um. To me, that might sound daunting to other people, but to me, my immediate thought was, okay, so this is something that God is gonna work out in my life. Um, I would love to say <laughs> that I had no difficult days, spiritually speaking. I would love to say that I am a woman of super great faith, and every day was the best, easiest day. There have been very many days that I have maybe crawled on my hands and knees, spiritually speaking, to my dad and said, today, I can't do this today. I don't want to do this today. At one point in the treatment when I had surgery, the surgeon came in to, to see me. She a, was a really neat lady. And one of the things that she told me was, you're going to have to bury the old you. She wasn't bad, but she can't ever be again. 
She said, even if you didn't have the scars, even if you didn't have the memories, the you you are now is not the you you were then, and she can't ever come back. She's like, just even mentally speaking, what you've been through, what you guys have lived through, you can't ever go back to that girl. And she's like, and it stinks. I understand that. She said, but you're going to have to grieve her and let her go and bury her. She said, I'm not saying that what's in front of you isn't better. It could be. I don't know. But you can't go back. Oh, I was mad. (laughs) Y'all are all like, praise Jesus. I was like, nope. (laughs) No, I don't want it to steal one more thing from me. And for months, it was hard to even see pictures of myself from before. And I would tell mom that I would wake up and there'd be 10, 15 seconds where I, I had just in that one moment when you first wake up, it felt like I was still me. And I wasn't in the middle of Hades. And then it would all come rushing back in and I would tell mom frequently, I just want to go back to the feeling I had before this all came. And it was a wrestling in my spirit. I, I, I will say I understand Jacob and the angel because <laughs> it was a wrestling for me with God. Like, if this is not a punishment, which he had given me scriptures telling me this isn't a punishment, this isn't because you sinned, this is, I mean, there was scripture upon scripture, which I will not lay out here, but if this isn't a punishment, if you're not angry, and if I wasn't bad before, then why am I having to bury her? And I didn't, I didn't want it. I didn't want the new me. Because what if the new me wasn't me anymore? So it was a wrestling. Up until the point we get through chemo, we get through radiation, and the pain in my back started coming back. And I'm like, what else? I can't do this. And the whole time, the Lord has been really speaking to me, and something I've shared with them, really speaking to me about all of the times in the Bible where the Lord said, don't don't fight. Don't fight this. Stand and see. See what I'll do. And it is our inclination to want to be strong and to fight. They tell you to be strong and to fight. They call cancer survivors warriors. They call it a battle. I mean, if you look at anything that has anything to do with breast cancer or cancer, you're a fighter, you're a warrior, you've got to fight this. And the Lord is telling me, don't fight. And I'm like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but it's scriptural, so I'll pray through that, whatever. But then we come to this day, and I'm telling the doctor I have this pain. And my doctor is lovely and a good man, um, but he is um, not a believer. And he has to see the worst of everything every day. He is faced with death every single day. And so he's like, it's, we got to do a CAT scan. This is not good. So we do the CAT scan. Um, and there was a ton of complications just trying to do it. And they call me back within 24 hours, which in the cancer world is never a good thing. If they call you back quickly, it's bad news. If they forget to call you, it's always good news. Um, 
they called me back quickly. And the nurse said, he's seen, and there's a scientific name for it, but basically he's seen a tumor in your liver. And we need to do an MRI. So, um, a tumor in the liver is a death sentence. I mean, you may have eight years, or you may have eight days, but it doesn't matter how long your prognosis is, the end result of a tumor in your liver is always death. They cannot do anything for it that make you comfortable. So, now I have to wrestle with its spread and um, what I thought he said is probably not to be and um, had to call them <laughs> and tell them. And honestly, my biggest issue was my children. I have a 14-year-old and a 7-year-old and almost 6-year-old who is, it's a miracle she's not here today standing right behind me peeking at you. Um, how do you tell them? How do you prepare them? So I, I really did have a... <laughs> moment, like a moment, where I called my dad. I didn't want to call mom, because that was too much grief for a mother to handle. So I called my dad, or I texted him, and he called me. <clears throat> There's a lot of grief for a father to handle. <clears throat> the end result and that phone call was that I went on the back porch and um, spiritually speaking, I laid to rest a woman that I loved myself very much, a person who had been through a lot, had prayed through a lot, and in my own thinking had served God to the best of her ability and had still somehow failed and I just said, it's, it's unbeatable, isn't it? And he said, yes, it's unbeatable. I said, I, I, can't, I can't do it. I mean, it, it was like a dawning in me, like, this cannot be beaten. It can, you cannot win against this. And that may sound sacrilegious to say, but it is the truth how many Christians... How many women of faith have we buried? They weren't. And it's, it's wrong in the church community that we say that they didn't have the level of faith to beat it. It cannot be beaten. It can't. It has nothing to do with the levels of your faith. P.S. There is no levels in the Bible that I can find, whether you have kindergarten faith or... You have, I mean, your faith can grow and it can mature and it can develop, but it's not, do you have better faith than me? Because if that were the case, we would see women healed every day. I know, I know godly, powerful women of God who have died. So I'm sitting on my bag deck and saying I'm going to be another statistic. Good. <laughs> Yay. 
I'm mad and I'm praying and I just let it out like I can't I can't win, can I? And he said, No, you cannot win this. You will not beat this. And in that moment, I honestly wish I could tell you a formula for how it happened, because I don't really know, except it was the Holy Spirit moving. <clears throat> but some I just let go. Um, it felt like falling off a cliff, literally. In my spirit, it felt like I knew I was going to hit the ground and splat. And and I buried the me I had grieved for so long. And there is a fear of doing that. There's a this in the back of your head. What are you doing? This is insane. No one's going to catch you. And my answer to that was like, you're right. <laughs> no one is catching me this time. And I told my husband, this is it. I've, I've spoken to God. He said this was unbeatable. I said, okay. I don't, I don't know how many days I'm going to ask him to, to let it be short because I don't want my kids to drag through it. And my husband's like, babe. <laughs> Because he's like, you know, I'm the fighter. I'm the strong one. I'm the, I'm the one that'll go toe-to-toe with anything. And he's freaking out because I'm like, we can't go toe-to-toe with this. And tell them the same. And, and it was such a, such a peace inside me. I wish that I knew how to, like, give that peace to everybody. <laughs> That's, like, your own journey. But, I mean, the peace was so overwhelming. And the Lord had spoken to me promises about my children. That's, that's always been, and I love Derek. Love Derek. He's the blessing from the Lord to me. But it's always been my issue was with my kids. And the Lord's like, can I not take care of them? Am I not big enough? Ooh. So you have to let that go. and two days later still no phone call three days four days on the fifth day Derek said just call him and so I did and the text said what are you calling me about I said I had an MRI they'd found a tumor I just can you read me the MRI because he hasn't called me and she said Oh, well, he didn't call you because there's nothing there. You can go to the cancer center and ask them. They all have made fun of me because I said, no, read it again. You read the wrong one. She said, I've never had anybody, like, convinced they were dying and, like, convinced we were wrong. Everybody's usually like, yay, and you were like, no, mm -mm, read it again. And... And so she read again. She was like, Rachel, I'm looking at it. It's not, there's fatty tissue that has seeped in, probably something to do with radiation or chemo. There's, there's no, there's not even cells lighting up. We don't see cells. We don't see tumors. And I'm like, but me and God had this conversation <laughs> on my back deck. So in the days since, 
the Holy Spirit has just met with me and met with me over and over and over. And as I told Derek, I, I can't guarantee you that this is the last step because I don't see that. And it's really not my business, as the Lord has told me many times. It's not my business. <laughs> it's not my business to know. Um, but I do know that for this step, there's been a way made and um, he's just, he's doing something. I feel it. I feel it in me. And not just for me, but doing something. Um, for example, three weeks after this, a woman in our church who has been through her own hell, they nearly lost a baby, and he's been healed miraculously by God. Her husband was miraculously delivered from addictions. And, I mean, they are just, been through the ringer and trusted God and had all these miracles happen in their life and the doctor tells her we found tumors it's bad it's advanced you're going to die and she's like eh, we'll see and she says um, you know can everybody pray for me she doesn't ask specifically the Holy Spirit tells me to go to eat lunch at a certain place this lady walks in she said, oh, Rachel, you, I was just talking about you. I was just telling my sister-in-law that she needed, that you needed to pray with her. And I'm like, oh, you, are, you are? Great. I don't know your sister-in-law. The sister-in-law was the girl. She walks in, the Holy Spirit says, you're going to lay hands on her. Yes. You're saying amen, <laughs> Miss Denise. Here is me. I don't do restaurant prayer services. I do not. I do now. I do now. I do now. That is the truth. That's the truth. And the Holy Spirit said, you're going to go lay hands on her. And this is the honest to goodness. This is my very thing. first thing out of my mouth. They're Baptist. Jesus, they're Baptist. They don't speak in tongues. They do not prophesy. What? And listen, this is my favorite little restaurant, and you can ask mom, every time we've been in there, there may have been two tables full. This place was packed. The meeting room was full, every table was full, and I'm like, really? Today of all days, okay. And here's my thought. It's really not my business. It's his business. If he tells me to do it, then I just have to obey, and it's his business what comes next. Amen. So I laid hands on her, and I started praying. And before you knew it, I was prophesying over three Baptists <laughs> in the middle of a restaurant. And when I was done, I was like, love you. <laughs> like a, and... <laughs> Um, three days later, the sister-in-law tells me on the Sunday following that three days later, she and her sister-in-law went to the doctor, and the sister-in-law looks at her and says, Sheena, we're going to walk in, and that doctor's going to look me in the eyes and say, I'm not really sure why you're here. And Sheena said, I wanted to be like, you're right, amen, but underneath, I was like, oh, what if he doesn't? She's like, I was scared. 
And she said, we walked in and first words out of that man's mouth were, I'm not really sure why you're here. There's nothing there. There's no tumors. There's no cells. You might have a little endometriosis, but there's nothing there. I don't know what they saw, but they're wrong. I've looked and looked and looked at the scans and there's nothing on them. So the Lord has been speaking to me. Um, I've been reading a few books that he's brought to my attention. And one of the books, it said that there's a difference between victory and triumph. Victory is that you win the, war, the battle. Triumph is that you win the battle. You win the war. And then you get all the spoils of the enemy so that you're better off at the end than when you started. And he said that, <clears throat> this author says, that many in, in the Christian faith stop at victory. Because triumph is hard. It is. It's hard. It's because you, if you stop at victory, you've won the battle, and you don't got to do no more battles, you think. <clears throat> but, but triumph, you have to go all-out war. But the, the end result, the stepping off, I can't tell you that you step off and it turns out differently than me. I don't know that. That's between the Holy Spirit and Jesus and God and you. And, but I am telling you that, that there, as I spoke to my husband, there's a wall that you come to in every point in your life. I mean, everyone comes to one of these walls. It may not be through cancer. It may be through a job or, or the loss of a child or whatever, a loss of a dream, or, but you face a wall. And, and really, it appears that on the other side of that wall is absolute, total devastation. And the Lord says, jump over it anyway. And you have to decide, do you want victory? Because victory is good. It's not bad. But it's not all that he has for you. And sometimes we, we are uncomfortable that the fear is so overwhelming of what if. What if I take this step and you fail me? That we would settle for the good instead of the great. And so the Lord's just really been dealing with me and with Derek to, and it sounds so cliche to say take leaps of faith, but I mean, the best way I could describe it to him, because he's visual and he likes movies, I was like, remember in that movie, um, the Indiana Jones movie, when he's in that big cave and he has to get to the other side and there's no way across and he has to step out and then it catches him, and what he can't see is that there's a ledge there that he can use to walk across. That's how the Holy Spirit is. But when you do that, Jericho tumbles. When you do that, the Red Sea parts. I mean, you cannot see the Red Sea. You cannot see Jericho fall unless you need it to and until you let go. And the best part of fighting in faith is, I mean, the, the most important part is that you don't do it. You have to let him 
do it. If you fight yourself, you will maybe win a battle, but you will not win a war. We we are not strong enough. We are not powerful enough. There's only one person that has conquered the grave. And we have to step back. We have to open, like rip open ourselves and let him move out without us being in the way. And sometimes that takes burying who you thought you should be and who you're grieving that you were. This is not how I thought this was going to happen. This is not who I thought I was going to end up being. And God says, let it go. Because if you do, you may hit your face. (laughs) But you probably won't. And probably what is on the other side is greater than what you, the great that you have planned for yourself. Amen. Just just stick around up here. Um, if you would like Rachel to pray for you, I'm going to go up to the piano and and just do a little bit of worship. And if you'd like for her to pray for you, come down front. And um, I'm sure she will do that because she's such an obedient daughter. Yeah. <laughs>